What an absolute fun and pleasure it's going to be on this segment here on the Sparks Cubicle with the Marvelous One, Dan Marver, Devin Single, Paul Shavari, and myself, Mike Mercado. Devin, once again, outdid himself to make sure we class up this joint here on the Sports Cubicle to make sure that our street cred goes up. Dev, what do you have in store for us today? Well, you know, just it's I love you guys, but seeing just the three of you in the office every week just gets really damn boring. So I decided, you know, I got reached a little bit. And I went on this little app called TikTok and I saw an ad for this really nice movie. It's a nice small documentary. It's called Adapt. And I actually have the director, Michael Roth, joining us in the office today. So, Michael, thank you for joining us today. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. So, Michael, I guess I'll ask the obvious question. Why don't you just tell us a little bit about Adapt and what inspired you to make this movie? Yeah, sure. So, Adapt is uh, basically uh, a year's look, uh, a school year's look at uh, Special Olympics athletes and their coaches and uh, coming back from uh, the COVID regulations and, and whatnot, um, that was just like a sub part of it. But I just wanted to capture, you know, the day to day for the coaches that make it happen for these athletes and, and uh, follow them and, and their families around, um, you know, the course of a year to see, you know, what it takes to be a Special Olympics athlete and to be a Special Olympics coach. I started it was uh, I've, I've been a Special Olympics coach going on 10 years um, for children in the school district setting about seven or eight years. Marver, you are somebody who is always in the bloodstream of these high school sports, these young men and women who are, uh, you know, going to be these next crop of, of college athletes and in the workforce and learning so many lessons. Marver, when you hear somebody like Mike Roth, the amazing work that he's doing with so many of our amazing athletes that get look, overlooked, because of circumstances they have no control over. Uh, Marvel, what do you got? I mean, it's a, it's a marvelous idea because, um, you know, they have the Special Olympics and all that other stuff going on. But but this topic is uh, near and dear to my heart because uh, I do have some relatives that, that have special needs. So, uh, how, what, you know, and by the way, Dev, you went on TikTok? Look out for the Chinese hackers. Anyway, uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, what, what, what exactly, uh, you know, give us a little synopsis as to, as to what we will be looking for in the film. Yeah, so uh, absolutely. So we, we follow uh, two, two coaches um, throughout their day to day and, and what they do uh, during, during the school day. And then, and then also, you know, how they coach Special Olympics uh, during the day and then after in their, in their own personal time. Uh, we follow two families of athletes um, that uh, are participate in the Special Olympics, and just um, we get their backstory. We get a we get a synopsis of you know what it takes to um, raise a, a child with special needs and what that entails, and um, you know the ups and the downs of all of that. Uh, ups being you know some of the scenes that we that we have of the Special Olympics. Um, and then we followed an administrator uh, as well, uh, two administration, uh, two administrators as well um, to, to get their story. So we have like every point of view on, on that and what it takes to really help these kids with special needs and, and uh, get them the best uh, quality of education and of uh, sports training to, to their level. So when you're creating this, this idea, right, you got this brainstorm coming in, you, you kind of have an idea of what. Because you you've been behind the scenes already, you already know what you're looking into. Yes. How how is it when you're seeing this? To how invested you get into these people because they're not characters, they're not people that you were able to write down on a script. 
These are real human beings. These are real parents. These are real student athletes. These are inspirational stories. And when, how fast was it that that line became blur of this is not, it was already a passion project, but it's beyond now just going to be on camera that you've grown fond of, of all these people in, in this movie and, and that you were with day to day. Yeah. So the last 10 years, um, I mean, this, this, it was just really this past year and a half that I really kind of had to uh, take it uh, and, and look at it through a different lens, you know, figuratively and, and like literally. Um, but, you know, the past 10 years, getting the getting to meet people uh, that are involved with the Special Olympics, because I was originally a coach, a volunteer coach for the adult programs. And I loved it so much that I just kind of wanted to make it my career. So I got uh, recertified my my um, background is in in production, right? I worked for ABC for a little bit. Um, and so I, I was just kind of getting burned out by that. And I just, so I requalified, I, I became a teacher because I love coaching, you know, Special Olympics on my own time. So went, might as well make it a career, right? And um, so over the course of that 10 years, like I, I still am in contact with some of the families that no longer, you know, they, they aged out, you know, and went to a different program, or, you know, they maybe they just got burnt out, you know, with with COVID or whatever, and they didn't, you know, re rekindle or re-up their Special Olympics, um, you know, uh, they didn't get back into the sport or whatever. So I, I still I still talk to them personally every day. So uh, actually trying to separate that was one of the most difficult tasks. So what I did with it is I, I didn't I, I kind of kept my own personal experience at arm's length. I knew, you know, I was still coaching during this time and I was still teaching during this time. Um I would take off and, and take personal days and go out and follow the other coaches and uh, and the athletes and whatnot. And um, so doing that from someone that maybe I didn't necessarily interact with on a daily basis was helpful because I could kind of, you know, uh, be more uh, objective in, in the way that I that I filmed those uh, families and those coaches and stuff. Um, but, you know, some of the subjects in there are, are my personal friends. So it was it was a hard task to do to, to be objective and to be like a documentarian and, and uh, really kind of just not put your spin on it. What I learned is that you're, you're ultimately as someone that's documenting, you know, a year's worth of footage, you're going to, you're going to, you know, get your favorite parts and you're going to put your spin on it, but trying to be as objective as possible is always, is always the, uh, is always the goal. We're going to get to Dev in just a second and Marver with some more great question, but to kind of just spin off, what you were talking about, Mike, how often or how surprising was it when something went home with you, good or bad, somebody having a triumphant moment or somebody having the ups and downs of sports and life in general? How often did this come home to you, whether and it impacted other projects, maybe just how how much of that, how often did that happen in this in this journey? Yeah. So, I mean, at the core of it, I mean, that's that's ultimately why I did this film, right? Because. Um, all of those moments and all of those uh, experiences that I had over the course of, you know, uh, 10 years uh, really had an, a profound impact on my life. You know, it, it made me more empathetic. It made me uh, have, you know, better patience. Um, it made me uh, just kind of look at, you know, the uh, struggles of, you know, the, you know, the human condition or whatnot and, and kind of uh, just kind of uh, learn, learn from those. Um, the triumphant moments are always the ones that keep you going. It's what fills your cup. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the ones that, that aren't 
you know, the best at times, you know what I mean? You just kind of go through that and do your best to help, you know, with that situation, how you can help with that situation. Um, and that is definitely something I also learned as well, that throughout the ups and downs, you just got to stay positive and uh, do what's best for the kids and, and for the program. Yeah. So, uh, Michael, I know you say a lot of these guys were, you know, some of your friends, some of your kids that you coach, but I'm just kind of curious, what was the reaction when you're like, hey, I want to make a movie or a documentary, I should say, about you guys? Like, how did they react? Their parents react? Because you can't just go and shove a camera in someone's face. But like, don't worry, you'll see the finished product here. So I'm just like, what was every, you know, one's reaction? You're like, hey, I want to make a movie about you guys. So that was a huge part of selling it. And, you know, at first I was a little... um cynical that, you know, everyone would be getting on board with this and I was going to have to fight a little bit, you know, to, to try to get this, um, to come to fruition, you know, um, you know, to my pleasant surprise, like everybody was on board, everybody, you know, it just kind of synced up perfectly with, with the support that I had with the district that I'm, you know, a part of, uh, Northeast ISD out of San Antonio. Um, you know, I'm originally from Chicago, but moving to Texas and being in San Antonio and have an opportunity to be a part of that program, which is probably one of the best in the country, which is, you know, another highlight of this film um, when it comes to adapted physical education. So that's like your day to day teaching the kids in like the gym class and then also your special Olympics. And that's, you know, the sports where, you know, the kids would have to go get physicals. They would have to have their parents sign off and, you know, do all that stuff and, and be a part of a, a program that's in the schools, but it's also separate from the schools. You know what I mean? So uh, that, that being said, everyone, including the Special Olympics, including the district, was so supportive from the from the get go. Like I would go in kind of saying, oh, this is this is what we got to do, guys. And and, you know, we have to make it happen this way. And, and you know, would that be OK? And they're just like, absolutely, man, just go for it. You know, and that was a, 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 a an example of, of support that I've never actually experienced in my life. So, you know, it takes it takes a village and, and, and specifically for this project, it took a village. And um, it really, really was uh, a breath of fresh air with all the support that I got, you know, in the process of getting this going and in pre-production, through production, and now in post-production. You know, the support just never ends. It's, it's a fantastic thing. Marvelous? I mean, all in all, it sounds like a, a good idea. Have you done other such features or you have any more plan in the future? Uh, yeah. So I, you know, I started off, um, like, like I said, I worked for ABC for a while. I was a, a morning uh, uh, newscaster. Uh, you know, I was the morning producer. So I'd write, you know, scripts, um, time shows, make sure that it was all blocked out correctly and stuff like that. So that was my background. But I did a couple, you know, uh, mini documentaries in college and whatnot. Um, the one that I bit off at the end, uh, at the end of my college career, moving into, you know, my professional career, was an independent film about my uncle and um, film theory. And, uh, you know, it, it was it, it was just more of like a heartfelt piece, you know, for my uncle, um, you know, that played in a couple festivals, but didn't get, you know, it wasn't it wasn't as good. It, I mean, I mean, like you're learning as you go. Right. So like as you progress and as you do more projects like this, um, you just get better and better at it. You, you learn that you can't control everything. You have to delegate to other people that know better than you do. Um, and, um, so with that, you know, first film, it was, it was a crash course in this. And then this one is, is kind of the one where it's just like, this is my, you know, love note to, to special Olympics and, and just, um, you know, how, how it's affected, you know, my life and how it affects others and, you know, why, why it should be at the forefront, in my opinion of, uh, you know, what, what people think about when it comes to athletics and, and whatnot, because, um, you know, through this you know, one of the programs that we started was, um, 
having having a, it was called well we didn't start but uh, we adopted this year uh, was having it be unified where like the general education kids work alongside the special needs kids and um, they they play as a team together you know what I mean and that's and that's becoming more and more uh, serious and 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 the and the competitions are becoming you know better and better I mean the, the general kids learn from our special needs kids um, a lot and then and then when it comes to like the physicality of the sport, you know, they teach our athletes quite a bit as well. Mike Roth joins us here on the Sports Cubicle with the marvelous one, Dan Marver, Devin Tingle, Paul Shavari, myself, Mike Mercado. It is called Adept. What a great project you guys are embarking, have been embarking on. And I want to kind of keep going on, on the direction you were going on. Uh, personally, my wife is a SICA teacher. So it's really interesting to see uh, kind of all these roads collide. And I think you bring up something that I, I kind of want to go down this rabbit hole of introducing general education to general students with uh, our special needs students, our special needs athletes, kind of the, the learning from a di- from different sides of the same coin. What has that been for you, the growth? We talk about a village, you know, building this up. What has that been from, let's say you start 10 years ago from this journey, right? Then from where this, this movie is, how crazy, how how exponential, how fast has the growth been from people educating themselves, from people being more willing, more accepting? Has it changed a lot? Has it not? Where are you on that? Because I feel like much more now than ever, it's no longer like a, for lack of, for being cynical, a tax write-off or a gimmick. This is something important. This is big business. We're talking about, even in, in for special needs athletes, we're talking about, you know, athletes still. Have you noticed that big change in, in everything? Yeah, I think I think so. I mean, um, ultimately, like the new Woody Harrelson movie, stuff like that, that's shining light on on, you know, Special Olympics and stuff like that. Uh, Champions, I believe it's called. Um, and, uh, you know, stuff stuff of that nature. You know, you, you really wouldn't have seen that about 10 years ago. You know what I'm saying? So uh, it it's it's growing. Uh, you know, people are becoming more aware of that. You know, yeah, these these kids with special needs, like it's adapted you know, uh, to, to their skill level, but at that skill level, they're, they're competing at a high level, you know what I mean? You know, uh, for, for whatever. And then, you know, a lot of, a lot of uh, the athletes, um, they, they, they progress throughout those tiers of, of competition. And the ultimate goal is being at the, you know, the top tier of, of that competition. Those are the ones that you see, you know, those are the athletes you see that are at the world games or at the United States, you know, invitational and stuff like that. And it is serious athleticism, you know what I mean? And and I think that's the beautiful thing about the special Olympics and programs like we have at our school uh, in our, in not our school, but our district, when it comes to things outside of special Olympics, um, when it comes to, you know, physical education is that we realize that that's a huge part of, of a person's, um, uh, identity and and their self esteem and being able to accomplish something that they weren't able to accomplish before uh, really really drives the point home that it's it's a great thing for our kids and and to to the back step and talk about like the general kids you know working with our kids um, you know you see a lot we have a we have a program called PALS in in our district and and basically outside of Special Olympics they they help with the Special Olympics in our district but outside of the Special Olympics you see these kids that you know, um, that wouldn't really normally have an outlet at maybe other districts, you know, now they're, now they're friends, you know, with these kids and it's just a, you know, it's just a normal friendship. You know what I mean? It just, it, they, they literally came together, um, through the love of a certain sport or, you know, the, the want to help someone learn a sport. 
and and through that they've they've really kindled these relationships and and have have grown into you know, legitimate friendships that, you know, maybe wouldn't be around 10 years ago, you know what I mean? Because this wasn't offered to, let's say, a general education student to be a part of. And now now it is. And and more and more, it's just growing, um, becoming more mainstream, um, becoming, you know, less, there's less of a stigma with, with, you know, hanging out with kids that had special needs. I know when I grew up, you know, I always did, but like, there was always a group of kids that maybe wouldn't because they thought, you know, it was below them or whatever, whatever their, their reasoning was at the time, it was, it was, it wasn't warranted. You know what I mean? And now I see with these younger, this younger generation, um, there's not that, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's more of uh, a a point of honor, uh, you know, or a point of, of, of just empathy or, you know, just, Hey, I just want to be friends with someone, you know, regardless if they're different from me slightly, you know, it's amazing. That's why uh, people like, you know, all the, the teachers, the Sika teachers, people like you teaching and, and showing this and shout out to Devin for making this connection. And, you know, I, re- I wanted to make this point, my final question before we throw to Devin and Marvel's final ones, I, I kind of wanted to bring this point up and get your thoughts on it. Kids these days get a bad rap and it's tough for them. There's a lot of things going on from social media to pharmaceutical stuff to stuff, just every, it's, it's a crazy world and kids have to grow fast. But when I hear people like you spotlight both the general education kids and the the awesome special needs kids and athletes and how awesome they are and how much they just surprise us. And I hear stories from my wife from just, just how for you these years, talk about the greatness that sometimes the, we see from these kids that just sometimes outdo us cynical adults that kind of place those things onto them. Well, it, it really kind of, uh, it really just kind of uh, diminishes that in a sense, you know what I mean? Cause you do get to see the the nicer side of of uh, what these kids are actually about you know what i mean a lot of these kids these days are joiners um they they want what's best for their community they want what's best for um their peers um that being you know kids with special needs as well you know what i mean and i i think that that's relatively uh new you know i mean like a new idea uh not new i mean special olympics has been around they've been advocating for this for a while but i think you know the general you get you get a school and you afford these children an opportunity to do something like our district does. And it's, you're going to see that it's the benefits are going to outweigh any of the negatives that could come from it. You know what I'm saying? So uh, that being said, I just think that, yeah, the, the kids uh, I'm, I'm amazed by all of our, our students, um, you know, the, the athletes and the pals, um, all, all of them, they, they're just doing a fantastic job. And it's just a really heartwarming thing to see, you know, friendships blossom from this. Marver? Yeah, I'm really tuning into this. This is great. You know, I, my wife's a special ed teacher and I actually have a son with special needs. And so anything that, that can really give them that extra boost of their morale is so outstanding. And I applaud you for showing this film. Oh, thank, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Devin, uh, you want to go ahead and bring us home with this final question? This has been amazing. And shout out not only to Mike Roth for the work he's doing and this entire team and all the student athletes, but to you, Devin, for spotlighting this year in Chicago. I know this is a city that desperately would love to do some some of this stuff, too. And, you know, you talk about Mike being a local kid. That's something that, you know, we, it's great. So, Devin, what you got? If I can hop in for one second. Chicago Please? is actually, yeah, right by Soldier Field, you have the eternal flame for Special Olympics. Chicago is is one of, uh, you know, the, the cornerstones of this, of special Olympics. So, you know, shout out to Chicago for always being, uh, progressive when it comes to helping people with special needs. Um, and I think that's where I learned a lot of this from, 
uh, from my hometown, you know, Berwyn, but now, you know, we'll call it Chicago. Hey, uh, I Berwyn boy myself, well, uh, Iowa heritage, Morton. Ah, Pershing, Pershing and Morton, my friends. Yeah. Yeah. My goodness. See, this yeah. is why, this is why you see behind the scenes of the sports cubicle, why this man is, was one of our guys, Mike Rob, Devin, what you got, buddy? I guess, Mike, I'm going to ask you, I guess, two final questions. I guess the first one will be, what do you hope people take away from ADAPT? And if people want to get involved with helping ADAPT, you know, get out to their schools, or if they want to get involved with Special Olympics, where can they go? Yeah, so uh, th- th- I'll answer the first part first, uh, you know. <laughs> but uh, the, the, I would say if, if you wanted, what I want people to take away from ADAPT is that uh, you know, there's hope. There's hope for a lot of uh, a lot of these young kids uh, to do the right thing and to be supportive of people that maybe aren't on the same cognitive level that they are. You know what I mean? And and to help them uh, achieve their goals. Uh, and then also, I want people to you know take away that it it takes a village. You know what I mean? You, you look at the coaches that I've documented and the parents that I've documented. Like those relationships are so intertwined to to uh, help the success of of one student and, and we're doing it on like a mass scale, you know what I mean? For, for the kids with special needs in our district. So um, I, I would want uh, people to take away that. Yeah. You know, get involved because, you know, you could change not only somebody else's life, but you can change yours as well. Um, and then the second part of that question uh, I believe was, can you, can you repeat it? I apologize. Yeah. You know what? Uh, actually it's really important. You talk about the importance and the work you guys are doing. How are we going to get this initiative, this film, kind of going, get it, get the momentum behind them. What do we need to do? You know, you talk about Chicago, Chicago's got your back. You're a local kid. What do the rest of us need to do? We, we love sports here. I mean, we'll stay up and wake up early to watch the world cup and the world baseball classic. So what do we have to do to make sure some more sports, some pure sports hits us in the stream? What do we got to do? So, uh, you know, to, for someone that is, is really in the sports and, and uh, maybe wants, has a knowledge a working knowledge of any sport. I mean, you can go and you can become a special Olympics coach and you can, and you can teach a group of kids that might not otherwise have the opportunity to learn that sport. Um, and I guarantee you're going to be surprised at how much and how, you know, how athletic that some of these kids are, you know what I mean? And, and like I said, you can, there's different tiers to all of these sports, you know what I'm saying? So baseball, for instance, like, you know, there's T-ball, there, you know, for the kids that may not have the hand-eye coordination or the speed to play it. Um, but, you know, you get into like a hard softball, you know, like a, like, you, like we play in Chicago, right? Like you play, you play the, you play softball. And I mean, the hand-eye coordination and the speed of, of that level of athlete is, I mean, I would put some of the teams up against, you know, some of these, some of these uh, local teams in Chicago, if I'm being real with you, some of the adult teams at least. Um and that's, and that's no joke. You know what I mean? That's, that's, that's for real. Um, now, you know, mix, mix up the teams, go unified. You know what I'm saying? So I think, you know, something like that, just thinking outside of the box and, and reframing your, your, um, perception of things, um, can really get a lot of people involved in sports, whether coaching or playing alongside these athletes. Mike, it's it, time to stop being modest. All right. Cause now we, we've seen the game plan on how to get momentum going to get people involved. But now we need to get people involved, okay? How do we get this thing going? How do we get it to make to more movie theaters? Get it to people's hands. Get it to streaming. Get it to all these different things. The notoriety it deserves. How do we get adapt to the peoples, even more peoples? So I would I would say if you wanted to um, if you wanted to donate to the cause of this film, um, you can uh, 
find me. Uh, it's a it's an open uh, Instagram at bad underscore Yeti. And in there, the link in my bio has the GoFundMe. And um, I think that would be the fastest and easiest way. So bad underscore Yeti underscore. And uh, you, you go on my profile, you hit the you hit the link in bio and uh, it gets you to the uh, it gets you to the GoFundMe. And, and that's, that's going to pay for uh, the rest of the post-production costs that we we've occurred. And that's going to uh, also get us into uh, be, be able to get us into festivals. And that all costs money. You know, that all costs money to to get into those festivals, to market to those festivals, um, whatnot. And uh, yeah, that's that's the plan. So uh, once once we start getting into these uh, into these uh, film festivals um, from there, it just kind of takes a life of its own. But getting initially into the festivals and paying for that um, and that, like I said, that all costs money. And that's what the GoFundMe is for. And we've had a lot of support up until now. We about halfway um, to our mark. Um, <clears throat> but I would like to say um, that any, any uh, um, uh, cost that is, uh, you know, made from this film, we have to recoup those costs, those costs. But the majority of what comes out of this, I would like to give back to, you know, the, the school district and Special Olympics. So Chicago, you heard it. You heard your boy. You heard our guy. You see how personal it is. To Mike, you know how personal it is. To Marver, myself, to Devin, to all of us, how personal it should be for all sports fans. And also, one of our own is asking for a little bit of help for a great project, for a quality project. So we'll make sure we put all the the links that you can help out, Mike, in the description below of uh, this interview. And, of course, on the description of the show later on next week. But with that, a shout-out to you, Mike Roth. The movie is adept. You're doing amazing work. Thank you so much for joining us. you are amazing. Any last words for your for your people of Chicago? Yeah, you know, I just really appreciate it, guys. And and like I said, um, Chicago is the home of Special Olympics. So let's let's show the rest of the world, you know, what we can do. And uh, if you if you have any interest in it, you can go to SOTX. Sorry, that's for Texas. If you can go to specialolympics.org. Specialolympics.org, and we'll make sure. What was once again the uh, Kickstarter and your uh, your Instagram? One more time for the peoples. Yeah, so bad underscore Yeti, and I will get you a link for the GoFundMe that you can put in there. But I don't have the exact link right now. No, you're the man. We'll make sure the magic of the internet. We'll make sure that the people can support our guy Mike Roth. The movie is adapt. Shout out to the one and only Devin Tingle for the marvelous one for Dan Marver for Paul Shavari. I'm Mike Mercado. <laughs>